Hello, everybody. My name is Goof Norton, and welcome back to another broadcast of the Goof Norton Radio Show. Ah, man, do I got some beef, but not really. But kind of, but not really. Saw this post on Instagram, right? And it was somebody, another another person. I see these. I've seen these quite often. Um, another person talking about, hey, we can how we can repurpose a golf course for housing. It was like 160 acres. They were like, we could turn this into housing and have 40,000 people living next to a railway, a rail stop and whatnot and blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm pretty sure you've heard these stories and you've heard these people, heard, seen these posts. Listen, first of all, some of these posts are kind of nonsense because just because you make more houses does not mean that they'll be affordable. Like people say, oh, like I've heard politicians claim like we're going to get more affordable housing and look where we are now like people from my generation really can't afford houses and even by the time we're like 40 we'll maybe barely be able to afford housing with even with diligence and discipline with finances we'll still have a lot of struggles trying to afford a house so with that being said we first of all we have a lot of housing and a lot of apartments and things like that that are available a lot of this stuff, a lot of the times, this stuff just gets bought up by wealthy people and prices get raised in order to allow certain classes um, to be removed from the area. Right? So, like uh, redlining and things like that. Redlining? Was it red called redlining? I think that's a technique. I don't remember. But that was to, uh, you know separate certain people from being able to buy i think that's illegal but uh when you're wealthy some rules don't apply as is pretty obvious but honestly and honestly let me let me let me tell you i have beef with people like this i have issues because so many people in the comments are like, oh, F golf and screw this. And it's a, it's a rich, it's a rich sport and all these middle-aged white people doing all this stuff. You're wrong. You don't know anything about golf. If you think that's what golf is, you're just assuming based off of what some preconceived stereotype that you see in what movies and things like that. Not golf is not a rich white man sport. Some middle-aged like 1%. No, a lot of people play golf. Young people play golf. I grew up playing golf. Since I was eight years old, there's a lot of people of color that I knew that went through the same program as I did, playing golf. Bunch of people of color. Kids from impoverished, impoverished areas, kids from moderately, like, middle, uh, middle class, right? And kids from even a high class. Yeah, all people, people of all kinds come and play golf because it's such a wonderful sport and it's a great thing for young people to get into because first of all, it's a peaceful place to play at a, as, at a golf course. It's such a peaceful place to, uh, 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 to, you know, do 18 holes, man, such a peaceful place. I go out there and it's like, oh, it's like a slice of heaven for me. Honestly, a bucket of balls cost me five bucks and to play 18 holes with four people, which is like the maximum. It costs 40 bucks. So don't come at me with this rich white guy stuff, rich middle-aged white guy stuff. That's nonsense. That's a lie. What you're probably assuming, uh, what you're probably assuming is that every golf course is a country club. Country clubs are where the ex- or the expenses are at because you have to pay a membership fee and whatnot to play there um, and whatnot. I've played at a country club maybe twice in my entire golf career. 
Uh, and that was during the time, the four years that I played golf, well, three years, I played golf in high school. Didn't play my senior year. But, uh, like, so since, so from eight years old to now, playing golf for well over a decade, almost, almost two decades. It'll be two decades in like four years or so. Maybe less or more or less. We'll see about that. But, like, it's it's ridiculous how little people really know about golf courses. And they're like, and here's the thing. People's arguments for this are that, oh, it's it's a waste of nature and a waste of water. And we could do this and tear it down and repurpose it. Like, you're going to, I'm sorry. But first of all, building houses is not conserving nature, nor is it, it's, nor is it bringing nature. Golf courses bring in more nature and more animals than a freaking neighborhood or a subdivision ever would. What kind of idiotic argument is that? It's a waste of water. Humans use, other humans use water too. You don't think people in these houses are going to use water? This person said 40,000 people. How much water do you think, how little water do you think 40,000 people are going to use? Not to mention if they have kids, right? Like, there's a lot of water. Washing dishes, showering, washing clothes, okay? Cooking. Watering their lawns and flower beds, which I'm sure at least a few of them will have. And not to mention all the expenses for lawn care and all that stuff. That's chemicals that you got to put on. I'm like, it's just being used. I'm like, it's just being used the other way to water the golf course. Yes, they have to water the golf course because you you have to know something about grass and lawn care to understand why they have to use that water. That water goes for watering the lawns. Watering the grass because they have to keep certain parts of the course shorter than others. In the heat of summer, it is very dangerous to have grass that low. They do that. They keep the grass low because it's part of the game. Part of the rule is that there's a uh, a legal, not a legal, well, uh, a for game's sake, right, a legal requirement um, in terms of golf rules. The course has to be kept so well, um, and they have to water it early in the mornings. I understand that. I know a thing or two about grass and lawn, lawn care. I've learned. I learned a lot in the year that I spent working, and I kind of that carries over, you know, because lawns are everywhere. So, don't you go uh, trying to ruin somebody else's hobby because that's what brings them joy and happiness. Like, don't you take away the thing I grew up, the game I grew up playing and grew to and grew to love that has brought me so much peace and quiet and so much tranquility, and it provides a nice escape because I get to play a game that I love in nature. I get to see a lot of trees and deer and 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 squirrels and other and birds and all that other and a few other animals, you know, possums, raccoons. Like, like I don't know if you've ever watched, you know, golf on TV, but there's turtles. There's freaking, uh, uh, there's alligators that live on the premises. You know what would happen if you build houses? All those animals would have to be removed. You're not bringing in nature. You're taking it away if you build a bunch of houses there. And leave private property alone. You just want someone, you just want to seize private property just so you can have more houses that's not going to fix our homelessness situation. You realize homelessness some people, there's a few, there's a few different reasons. Sorry, I I'm wiping the sweat from my face. Like, it's hot out here today. But there's a few different reasons why people are homeless. Sometimes a bunch of people fall out on bad times just gen, just generally because we just had two years of a freaking pandemic, which is almost coming to a close. And I hope it does come to a close soon. 
Um, some people are drug addicts, legitimately. They have addictions, not just drug addicts, but, you know, even alcoholics, too. Drug addicts, alcoholics, like, just addicts in general. Um, and then you have some people which are just genuinely stubborn and don't want to receive help. They want to do it all on their own. You have those people that are like that. They exist. They're out there. But people really don't know a darn thing about golf. Because here, here's a comment that really got me. But then how would I play? How would I pay my privilege money to chuckle about how people don't pull themselves up by their by bootstraps or whatever while I tippy tap my little golf, my club balls? What are you talking about? 40 bucks for 18 holes. That's a full course. I'm not the 1%. I am far from it. I've never made, I haven't in my entire life, I haven't even made close to $250,000. I'm a freaking janitor and I play golf. It's not an expensive sport. The most expensive part is finding clubs. I'm a lefty. I should know. I know a thing or two about expensive because lefties have to pay the most in golf because we are not the majority when it comes to the people who play sports. Lefty gear is usually more expensive because it's such a rarity to find lefty people. So finding lefty clubs is hard. It's a hard thing to do. I got to really search. Even in stores that carry sports equipment, I've had to search real hard to find good lefty clubs. Luckily for me, though, I was blessed. Somebody gave me a good set of clubs. Lefty clubs, obviously. And all I had to do was buy a glove, maybe some balls. But the golf experience is not that expensive. The clubs are probably the most expensive part, followed by balls and then a glove. But gloves are not that expensive either. Okay? Putting together a golf outfit is a polo and maybe some cargo shorts or khakis, like, you know, and, and some decent and some good shoes, you know, not that expensive. You can find a polo and khakis at a Goodwill or any thrift store, wash them, and they can be real nice too. Some people, people give up some real nice clothes sometimes. You could put that outfit together for 10 bucks, you know, 30 at most, depending on where you go shopping. You can find that stuff at Walmart for cheap. Everybody knows Walmart has cheap clothing. And they, but how would middle-aged guys meet up at, uh, you know, at 11 a.m. to get, uh, to get drunk and call it business? Man, y'all never understand. Like, these people don't understand. Don't understand anything about the sport of golf. And how much, and how it has brought people out of poverty, how it has brought people opportunities to meet others that they may not, not normally have the opportunity to meet, let me tell you. And then the other thing, and so, you know, I just, man, I, I, this, these people, these people really, I, they, they don't know. They have zero idea, zero idea. And yet they're just crapping on it like, oh, like they like they know they don't know. They're contradicting themselves in their own argument, talking about, oh, they could we did there it's a waste of this and a waste of it's a waste of what? It provides kids an opportunity to pick up a new it provides a new hobby. You could say the same thing about all the different sports and all their different arenas and courts and all this stuff tennis courts, and because here's the thing, with golf, there's no stands or anything like that, besides, you know, the professional courses, but those are very, those are very high-end courses, right, where professionals play, people pay a lot of money to get in there, so they make their money, 
But an average course that's run by like a park district, you know, stuff that's available for the community, not very expensive at all. A burger maybe costs, what, three bucks? You know, I don't know what Gatorade and all that stuff costs, but man, yeah, let me just tear down this thing that a lot of people actually enjoy. Nobody in this comment section cares about any cares about anything besides hitting golf. Ah, uh, that is very true. Very true. Oh yeah, y'all preach about people about people getting active and having hobbies, but when it comes to something y'all you don't like, y'all justify getting rid of it. Exactly. The golf course is huge. It's great. You ever walked a golf course? Let me tell you, you get your 10,000 steps in. 18 holes is a lot. I know they have carts and whatnot now because it, it does help keep up pace of play. Um, otherwise, you know, but during my, during, you know, my competitive years, you, uh, you would have to walk, you know, carrying those, carrying those clubs. 18 holes, man. 18 holes. It was, that was rough. <laughs> that was rough. That's not, it's not a rich person sport. It's not. I've been told that my entire life. It's a rich white man sport. It's not. That's a lie. There are many park district golf courses where it does not cost that much to play 18 holes. Does not at all. The most you have to pay, again, is with the golf club, is with the set of golf clubs. That's about it. That's honestly the most expensive part. Golf, you know, your golf club's in bag, you know, Tees don't cost that much, you know, balls are, I don't know, I guess a medium price, right? Clothes don't really cost that much, like, let's see, what else could you possibly get? You can get a ball marker, doesn't really cost that much, you can use a, a coin to do that, use a quarter to freaking mark it as a ball marker, you know, divot fixer, I don't know, probably step, those don't cost that much either. Like, What? Like all the amount of, the amount of electricity that you'll be wasting as well, as well as gas uh, and water. That they they waste much more resources in neighborhoods than they would on a golf course. Considering that uh, with a golf course golf course you have like what maybe one or two clubhouses where people can get drinks and 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 you know chill out in AC uh, when they've been out in the uh, sun all day on the course. Oh, yeah. Somebody says, Urbanites trying to find any excuse to bulldoze the last semblance of nature in a heavy populated area in order to make for a suburb, in order to make way for a suburb that will be bought out by wealthy investors left to sit unoccupied before being bought, being, uh, before being sold again, knocked down and gentrified in 30 years. Mmm. Mmm. Hmm. I can understand if the... Go oh, well, actually, I think somebody actually said that in their argument. Um, let's see. Uh, where'd it go? There's a, there's a thing in here. Man, like... I like, I mean, like, I, I like golf courses. I haven't been able to get out in the, in, on the course in a while, you know, and I, I plan to one of these weekends, hopefully I'll have time. 
but I don't know because I'd have to get out there early and my Saturdays and Sundays are taken up early in the morning. So, um, I got to figure out at some point on how to get out there because I really would like to, I might just take a day off or something, you know, one of these days, use my, one of my vacation days, just go out on the course early in the morning and get in some, get in a good tea time and, uh, play a few holes. But these people really, really don't understand golf. They really don't. Because it's, it's private property most times, unless, again, it's the park district. Like, in a park district is, like, country clubs are what these people are thinking of. Country clubs are the expensive parks. Country clubs are the expensive parts. Like, it, it's ridiculous how many people are, are, are in on this. This also gives people summer jobs as well. Working at a golf course, that's a job. I've, I've seen many uh, high school kids, some college kids, at golf course, working at golf courses. That gives them jobs. Gives them things to do. Ah, yes, taking from others that you deem less just for how you perceive them. Seems like you're willing to treat homeless people like crap and people who worked for their opportunity. I know half of y'all have never volunteered in a homeless shelter. I know half of you pass the homeless men and women on the street and don't pay them any mind, look away, and don't smile. I know half of y'all have never uh, had the perspective of being impoverished and have privileges others do not. I think it'd be different if these golf courses were going unused, but it's at the point where you want to shut down opportunities for others to give opportunities for others. The homeless housing crisis is not solved this way. To, gener to uh, greatly generalize, there are three reasons for homeless, for homeless staying uh, on the streets. One, genuine amount of people on downtimes. Two, drug addiction. Three, mental illness. Solving homelessness isn't just giving people homes. That's one third of the solution. Mmm. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, let's get rid of green spaces to build more low-quality housing blocks. There are already more empty houses than homeless people. Y'all don't realize how many homes actually are sitting empty right now that could be set up to fit multiple people. There are a lot of houses. A lot of houses. A lot of rental spaces that are available. There's just nobody to, uh, to put in them. We've got plenty of space for people to live already. Because then, then what's going to happen? You're going to whine about, oh my gosh, there used to be you know, more green here. Now there's less. Because we took down that place, that area that had a lot of green. Y'all don't understand golf courses. If you don't understand something like that, don't shut your mouths about it. Honestly. Because you're taking away something that is near and dear and not even hurting the environment that bad. Not even, not anywhere near as much as it would if there were houses there. Because you don't realize 
People, even in the even in the post, they said, let's just save 95% of the trees. Do you know that they would have to tear down more um, a lot of those trees because they'd be too close to the houses, and that would cause issues. When you have tree roots too close to a foundation of a house, you can't really build much there because you've got to cut those tree roots out. They're just going to cut down the whole tree. That's how construction goes. Y'all don't realize <laughs> how that works. You really don't. They can't have trees too close to the building because that causes issues. Because if that tree were to fall on that building because of a storm or whatever, you know, another act of God, basically. That bird is gliding in the wind. Good job, bird. Um, like, they would have to remove it. They would have to. There's, there get to be some big trees on golf courses. Some big trees, sometimes. Not all the time. But uh, generally, the trees are pretty decent size. But they're not something you would normally, you would always see in front of somebody's house. You see the tree you see the trees on, you know, on the street of New York, on the streets of New York or wherever busy whatever busy city you live by. Um I've seen them. They're not that big. They're, you know, they're tall but they're not like oak tall, right? They're not huge trees that drop acorns like crazy. I know some places have that. Yes. I will admit, but no. No, no, no. And people who say putt-putt is better, no, it's not. It is not. No, it's not better. I'm sorry that you find this simplistic, foolish game. I'm not going to call it foolish. I'm not going to call it foolish. But I'm sorry that you find this simplistic version easier. It's easier for you, right? Because there's less to comprehend. I understand. That's why golf isn't for everybody. I, I respect that people don't like golf. I, you know, it's fine. It's not for everybody. But it is a complex sport because each club has its purpose. And you've got to calculate that, per, you know, calculate that in your head about which club you're going to use where. I have people who like it because it's simple. That's why they like it so much. It's simple. I only have to use one club and I just got to hit it as hard as I can or whatever and get it close, you know, get it close to the hole. Man, I'm I, I'm I'm saying I've been playing this sport for a while. I know a thing or two. Mm-mm-mm. Like golf does a lot for people, man. It gives old people a reason to get up in the morning and go do something with their lives instead of just wasting away, being depressed because they're retired and no longer have anything to do every day. Golf is fun. Golf creates a lot of opportunities for old people who really don't have much to do anymore. And it creates an opportunity for young people to stay off the street and do something productive with their lives. Guess what? They're playing golf. They're having fun. They're learning a new skill. Golf is technical. It takes finesse and it takes mental fortitude to play the game. It's frustrating. It can be real frustrating to play. Real frustrating to play. And yes, I, I, golf can be boring to watch. Yeah, it's more fun to play, honestly. But man, all these people... and This comment right here. I hope everyone who hates golf is, golf courses is willing to give up their hobbies as well. Golf courses actually do a lot for the environment around them, which, by the way, wouldn't be there at all if we if we if we replace it with housing with housing. And to be honest, it's just a hobby. Golf courses are not the reason for the lack of housing for underprivileged. Hmm. 
Mm. Wow, now there will be even more carbon emissions, less wildlife, despite leaving uh, scarce trees and an unnecessary influx of residents overcrowding school. You're just making cities and more air and more highly populated areas more populated. Like, how is that fixing? You're not fixing anything. You're not. That's not solving the homelessness, the homeless homelessness crisis. It's not. It really isn't. Like, I don't understand how people think this is the solution. It's not. It hasn't been. Forty bucks for eighteen holes. If you're telling me that's expensive, then you need to recheck your finances and check what you're spending your money on. Because I'm pretty sure you could anybody could afford forty bucks every month just to play a just to play golf, just a, eighteen holes of golf. Because eighteen holes of golf will last you a good while. I don't know anybody who makes it through eighteen holes in an hour. It, it'll take you a few hours to get through eighteen holes. Let me tell you. It's a sport about concentration and discipline. Mm. Takes a lot of mental fortitude to play golf, to play it well. We're not out just we're just not out we're not out here just swinging the ball willy-nilly. Even the older dudes, even the middle-aged dudes, they're still trying to they still try to hit it right. Cuz you don't want to be the guy always shanking balls off to the left or right and not hitting them straight. That that's the best way to tell someone you don't want to how you don't really understand how much a sport affects people. Let's just tear out all the ba- outdoor basketball courts and football fields and whatnot. They're a waste. They're not bringing in any nature. I don't see any any uh, 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 groundhogs or any chipmunks, you know, building burrows on football fields or things like that. I don't see any wildlife living out there in these concrete stands. You know, let's just tear it down and make it housing. These sports provide people with a relief from their day-to-day lives and give them a way to relieve their stress and really, you know, maybe somebody's gifted in that area. People have been very gifted in sports, and that's that's, that's just a way for self-expression right there. Maybe that is their purpose, is to be good at that sport and entertain the, the millions that watch. People really don't understand. These are uneducated people commenting on this. They really don't understand how much joy it brings people to to golf and to have fun. This is a hobby. There's people that love to hike. There's people that love to draw. Why is it when it comes to something like this that people have to really just crap on it? So it's a terrible sport anyway. How is it terrible? How is it terrible? Well, it's, it's boring to watch. Well, you don't have to watch it then. There are millions of people that tune into major golf tournaments every year on TV and show up in person. So, yeah, sure. I'm sure plenty of people think it's boring. I can understand that perspective. Trust me, I, I get it. It's very quiet. It's not rowdy and loud. Except those major tournaments. That's after the person hits. It gets rowdy and loud. They've, they've gone crazy. You must have never seen Tiger Woods play or Phil Mickelson or anybody or Jack Nichols or anybody, you know, who's really good play or Bubba. Like, the crowd goes nuts. The crowd goes nuts when they hit a good ball. Or, you know, when, whenever they win 
or, you know, nail a birdie putt or an eagle putt, you know, you've never seen crowds go wild. They must have never seen those highlights. Mm-mm-mm. Like, what is, what is, what is the issue, man? What is the issue? I really, I don't understand. I, I just don't understand it. I, you, you, there's nothing. There is no real logic behind this. I don't see the logic behind this. If somebody could freaking describe that, you know, maybe I'd be willing to understand, but I, I don't, I don't. I just see it plainly as somebody hating on something they don't fully understand because that's what humans do. We hate on stuff we don't understand. We're just like, you know what? We can replace this with housing and do what? Kill the environment more? Oh, yes, it would probably use less water. It would probably use less water. But then we also have an increase in other pollution and, and other waste. Not to mention all the garbage that would come from those people living there. Because of all the goods that they buy and all the wrappers and crap that they have to throw away that doesn't get recycled. Because they can't recycle it. Because it's legitimate trash. All the metals and plastics that come from neighborhoods and subdivisions. Do you not think about this stuff? The costs of, uh, of the uh, using waste management. Or whatever other uh, garbage collection service there is out there. You know, I like it, it's it blows my mind how people don't think about all the all the details of this. All the construction equipment that has to go out there, you realize a lot of neighborhoods are built on rocks and they toss dirt and clay on top of that in order to sustain the grass and trees or whatever plants people may have around there. I've seen neighborhoods built. I've been I've seen subdivisions and things like that built. That is a huge bumblebee in front of my car. <laughs> that is a big one. Um, but goodness gracious, man, like that is, that, that blows my mind. That blows my mind. Y'all really don't understand. And also bees, there are plenty of flowers out on a golf course. This gives room for more bees to come around because I'm surely, I am very sure that a lot of people who live in these subdivisions in the city and whatnot would really hate to have beehives built on their houses. You know how we can avoid that? Don't build the houses there, and instead, let a golf course be there, let bees and, and other birds roam free and be able to fly free. A lot of insects would have homes and golf courses and whatnot. Man, it's crazy. It's crazy how much wildlife would actually exist peacefully can and can exist peacefully on a golf course. A lot of animals will be saved that way because there's not so much, there's not, there's no roadkill on a freaking golf course. If an animal gets hit, it's probably because somebody definitely wasn't paying attention, you know, and those golf carts really aren't going that fast. And if an animal gets hit by a ball, it's an accident. It's obviously not on purpose, but usually they'll survive and they'll be fine rather than animals trying to, you know, cross the street and avoid you know, cars and every other kind of pollution that we, we throw out and eating our garbage and trash and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Let's build more. Let's build more houses. Let's build more subdivisions and all this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. But that's all I got for you guys. Uh, trying a little bit something different this episode. We're trying to add on more sponsors. And to do that, we need to insert more ads in the middle of our show. So we're going to do that. Try our best to do that nowadays. Since I tend to have multiple topics, I uh, 
uh, I will probably try to split up. And I said try. We're, gonna, we're not going to, we may not succeed, but we're going to try to split up the show a little bit and make something good happen. But that is ridiculous in my mind. Um, and even trying to see from the other person's perspective, it doesn't work out. It's not a smart plan. It's not. It's, it's, it's a dumb plan. It's a pointless and fruitless plan. It's not going to go as well as they think it is. It really isn't. Somebody commented that they're doing that in Las Vegas. I'm like, man, I feel bad. Golf courses bring in business. They bring in revenue and income. Houses, well, well. I don't really know about that. And in a place like Las Vegas where it doesn't really, you know, the weather doesn't get like it is out here where it's, it gets really cold and snows and the golf courses has to close down. Like, it'll rain some days, I'm sure. I don't really know. I don't live in Las Vegas, but uh, I'm sure it doesn't snow like it would snow here. And I'm sure the weather is nice most most uh, most times, you know, around the year. So that bringing good business. That's consistent business right there. You know? I Look at the society we live in, though. Look at the mindsets. People would rather play mini-golf which is some fabricated, you know, some really like small and fabricated version of a great sport that's made for children and turn it into, and, and rather than play on a full-size course in the middle of scenic nature, which is beautiful and so quiet and peaceful, but they'd rather play mini golf on a really small course with a bunch of other families walking around and whatnot and surrounded by what the rest of the city where you have to hear the noise and the bustle of what's going on in day-to-day life. I'm sorry that you can't handle peace and quiet, like I, I, I understand, but take that, take that need somewhere else, you know? I don't understand the need for, for the constant noise and, and whatnot of the city when you could have the peace and quiet of a golf course. You could hear birds chirping, see animals running around, and hit a few balls, have some fun, have some good conversation with friends. That's that's all the that's the and that's some you know very quiet and minimal noise. Because the golf course does have rules of you know of it not being too loud. I know the golf course that I go to usually that's owned by a park district. Forty bucks to play eighteen rounds of golf. Uh, yeah, eighteen rounds, uh, eighteen holes, I should say. For four people, man. But I go there, and there, you know, and the rules are: once you're on the premise, prem, uh, once you're on the uh, premises, don't be playing any loud music or anything like that. Nope, can't be doing that. We've had delivery guys come in and have their rap music or whatever blasting. That's not good because people are trying to hit balls and they need to focus, so it needs to stay quiet. Noise control too. Lack of lack of noise pollution. Oh man! So you really want to take that away? You really want to take that away? I, I don't understand what people, what, why people need to rip away someone else's joy for the sake of their nonsensical goals that could be solved in another way that would allow both parties to maintain their happiness. Like, I'd be able to keep my golf course, and I'm not a rich white guy, not even close to it, nor am I middle-aged. Again, not even close to it. I still play golf, and I love it. I grew up playing it. Grew up with a bunch of other black and other and, and Hispanic people playing the sport. I don't shoot. I don't. I don't even think in the in the class that I was in, or in the group that I was involved in. I we didn't really have a lot of white kids. It was mostly people of color. How crazy is that? 
bunch of uneducated people. Bunch of uneducated people. That's all I have to say. That that's it. That's it. I appreciate you guys for listening. Um, this one is this one was 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 man, it was something because I I. I I cannot stand when people do that. They go at, they go after and attack something they really don't under fully understand. You know, see, I'll admit when I don't fully understand something and I can say that, oh, maybe I'm wrong about this and maybe this is not the way I perceive it and whatnot. I'll, I'll say that. I'll full on say that. I have no shame in that. I, I acknowledge where I lack, you know, knowledge because <laughs> I know I don't know everything and I will never know everything. There's not, no, I don't, my brain does not have the capacity for that. I don't think anyone's brain does. And there's not enough time for me to learn everything. So I appreciate you guys for stopping by and giving me your time. This has been a long, long episode. So maybe next time it won't be so long, but this was, I had to, I had to get into it because it was, this is near and dear to my heart. And I don't want to see this sport ruined because this sport has brought a lot of people scholarship opportunities so they can actually go to college without really having to pay for it. And you're killing scholarship opportunities. You don't get scholarship opportunities just for living in a subdivision. Bunch of freaking weirdos. Um, but seriously, thank you guys. I appreciate you. Remember that love is patient. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace.